Since 2002, People's State Bank has supported Lawrence County and served their financial needs in four different locations, Bridgeport, Sumner, St. Francisville, and Lawrenceville. Stacy Moore, our fellow Saluki and his staff are so happy to help you. And, and just like they help youth sports and 4-H events, they've sponsored Pack the Place. And well, now they're helping out with this podcast and we truly appreciate their sponsorship. All kind of financial needs, whatever you need, just go see the folks at People State Bank. Again, it's in Bridgeport, Sumner, St. Francisville, and Lawrenceville. For all your financial needs, go see People State Bank. As you're listening to this podcast, you know what? It's time to go out to eat. If you're listening to it in the morning, go grab lunch. Or if you're listening to it in the afternoon, let's plan dinner for the family. And there's no better place to do that than the legendary Gray's Restaurant in Bridgeport. Check out their daily lunch specials and weekly features on their Facebook page. You know, they've got the best cheeseburgers around and hand-cut steaks, tenderloins, those famous fish dinners, you name it. Come on in to Gray's Restaurant and they will be happy to serve you. They're open for dine-in and carry-out. Just call 945-9501 and let the Gray family cook for your family today. Looking for insurance, we hope that you would call the Andrews Insurance Agency at 542 Main Street in Bridgeport. Terry Andrews and Justin Shear are your independent agents and they're your professionals for all of your farm, commercial, and personal insurance needs. And they've been strong supporters of Red Hill Athletics for decades. So if you're brought down by a pack of dogs, get off your seats and on your feet and see T-Bone or Juice and give them a call at 618-945-2881 at the Andrews Insurance Agency. You know, when you talk pizza, they... They talk about things like Chicago style, New York style, Detroit style, whatever. The new craze is Bridgeport style pizza, and the best place to do that is, of course, Griffin's Pizza House, right there across from the Dog Pound on Judy Avenue. You know where that's at. They're open Tuesday through Sunday, 4 to 9. And then, of course, the first Friday of every month, they are open for lunch, 11 to 1. So check them out. Tyler Griffin's Pizza House, 945-3663. You could dine in. they have it uh, picked up, or they'll deliver it to you. 945-3663. And back by popular demand, the Western-style barbecue pizza is the pizza of the month for June. So check that out. Tyler Griffin's Pizza House, 945-3663, the home of Bridgeport-style pizza. Every step I take, I know that I'm not alone. You take the home from a boy, but not the boy from his home. These are my streets, the only life I've ever known. Who says you can't go Welcome to another episode of the Old School Red Hill Podcast. You've got four hometown boys on a Rolling Stone tonight. First up, Gary Emmons. How are you, my man? I'm great. How's everybody tonight? This is awesome. I'm so excited about this episode. David King, talk to us. We've got, Let's give us a bean update. 
corn is in the ground. We knew that from the last episode. How are the beans? Soybeans were completed. Wow. Um, we even uh, replanted all the rest of our corn today, so we are completely finished. Awesome. Nice. Good, Good job. And, and last but not least, the voice you heard there, of course, is Mr. Chip Jamerson. Hey, long time no see. I just saw three of you in person just uh, two or three days ago. Two days ago. Had a yes. great time. Great time this weekend. Um, I'm Brian Emmons, um, and we we had a little party, bachelor party weekend for Gary, who's getting married on June 24th. So congratulations, Gary. And Thank you. Thank you. Uh, played golf down in uh, French Lick, spent an evening at the casino, um, nearly bankrupted them, of course, as, as far as our wives and, and fiancés are concerned. And then came back to Country Oaks, played golf here, and then a bunch of us went to a hair metal show cover band called Sunset Strip at a little bar in Washington. And, Chip, we had a great time. Yeah, great band. I mean, if you listen to this podcast, it's the type of music that we play a lot in this. But, you know, it was, you know your Guns N' Roses, Def Leppard, Skid Row, uh, Journey, Firehouse. Journey. Uh, Eddie Money, so they even really went, you know, with some stuff that wasn't that you don't really consider hair metal. So great '80s music that night. So yeah, a lot of yeah, fun. It was good to see all of you. Had a and great then Brian. You um, you had a huge weekend um, on your one of your other podcasts, the uh, Birdies Bourbon and Basketball. I don't know if I said those three in the correct. Order. You did perfect. Um. You had a big interview over the weekend, so if they tell them about it, if they want to go listen to that, they can. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, it, you can search uh, Birdies Bourbon and Basketball, or if you want to look us up on Facebook and Twitter, it's at B3Pod. Um, I, you know, I kind of did this just you know to have some fun, and we started off with the with the the Birdies Bourbon and Basketball podcast, talk about local sports over here in Southwest Indiana, and then we started doing this one, and we've dabbled with you know the Brian and Friends show, but. But that was uh, that was the one that I was most excited about. Anybody that that was around my age idolized Marty Simmons, and with Marty getting the job at Eastern Illinois, I took a flyer and and sent him a message, and he said I'd be glad to do it. And we had just a great conversation talking about his days at Lawrenceville, and then as as the coach of the Aces, and then Clemson, and now at, at Eastern Illinois. So, lot lot of fun. I hope you guys had fun listening to it. Yeah, it was I, awesome. It was, it was a great show. I, I recommend one of, the, one of the best parts when he really started in all the coaches that he either played for, coached with, coached against. I mean, it's a it's yeah. a who's who. It's the, some of the greatest coaches. The, yeah. the yeah. Hall, of, Hall of Famers up and down the line. Yeah, yeah, so it was a lot of fun. You know, and again, he he was. He, I've always held Marty in high regard. We had season tickets for the Aces game when he was there. And and uh, so a lot of fun. So anywhere you find podcasts, Apple, Google, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, um, wherever, just search Birdies, Bourbon, and Basketball, and you'll find that and uh, hope you'll be interested. And we'll also take a little segment of that that he talked about his time playing in Red Hills Gym. And uh, we'll probably put that up just maybe, a, I don't know, what is it, Chip? Ten minutes at the yeah, most. That, five, yeah, five, ten five, minutes, five, yeah. Probably. yeah. Just kind of as a little bonus part of that Marty episode uh, of his time in, in our great gym. So um, if you want to give that a listen, that was nice. Thank you for bringing that up, Chip. Um, tonight is going to be a lot of fun. We, we got massive feedback on our homecoming episode. 
And when we were planning out shows here over the next few months, um, this is a natural. It's prom time. Bar-Reeve had their prom a um, couple, uh, what, three weeks ago. I don't know when Red Hills prom is this year, but it's it's prom season. And we're going to cover the proms from 1984 to 1993. After we did our podcast last time, we had a little draft and we all took a year or, or a couple of years or so. And, and, and we're going to, we're going to do that, Chip. Yeah, I like the early stuff. So I'm going to start early. So these are the years, this is from Brino's freshman year to Gary's senior year. Yep. So during that span, at least one of us was in the high school at all times. So we're going to cover those years and not always necessarily cover the years that we were in the school. I kind of like going outside and learning about the ones that I was not at, actually. So are we ready to get started? Well, I, I was just going to say, and, and and if you were before 84, um, don't think we're not going to cover your prom. We just thought this was a natural one to do yeah. with the with the years that, that we, we covered. And then we'll get to other ones for sure. Hey, first, why don't we do the mystery voice? Yeah, we've had our mystery that. voice contest going and 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 we've had had a few lots of guesses and I know of one person that's got it right so far. So here's what we're going to do. We're we're going to make this the final week, I'm pretty sure because I know there's a couple people out there that know who it is and we're going to play the mystery voice. We're going to play all of all of the clues for that week. I guess I can say her. Everybody by this time knows it's a girl. Uh, we're going to play all of her clues. And then we will take the first person, first person that listens and sends us a direct message. One of the four of us, Chip Jamerson, David King, Gary Emmons, or myself, will, you know, it's time stamped. Whoever has the first guess will win that $25 gift certificate to Gray's Restaurant in Bridgeport. This is a perfect time to mention all of our sponsors Gray's Restaurant in Bridgeport, Andrews Insurance, People State Bank, and of course, Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. Uh, we appreciate your sponsorship. And uh, so let's do this. Let's play the mystery voice clues, and then we will. Get into the show. We're going to cover all the proms from 1984 to 1993. And here is the mystery voice clues. Hello, Red Hill Salukis. S-A-L-U-K-I-S Salukis Salukis. Big G, little O, go, go. Big G, little O, go, go. Big G, little O, go, go. I said go, go. I said go. 88 is great. Okay, there it is. The mystery voice, whoever can message one of us first, is the winner of the $25 gift certificate for Gray's Restaurant. And we have already determined, after we get a winner on this one, who our next mystery voice is going to be. So tune in every single episode for the mystery voice. We might be calling you. All right, we are back, ready to go, prom season, lots of good music to play. Chip, talk to us about the prom of 1984. All right, the 1984 prom. As you know, and we'll talk about the some things that Red Hill does that's unique. Some schools do it this way, some don't. But our court is always the junior class. So in the 1984 prom, when you hear some of these names, you're going to notice that they're 1985 graduates. They're always So it's always the juniors are on the court. I think the reasons I think the juniors kind of host the prom for the seniors. Uh, this is their last big dance. Uh, they don't have to worry about anything. They don't have to worry about decorating or anything. We're doing this prom for the seniors. So let's get going here. 
1984, and we'll get to the candidates and everything, but just a little bit that was going on. The prom was on May 11th, 1984, and that was a Friday night. So in these That's early days, interesting. yeah, we had some, we always anymore for the past 30 some years, it's always been a Saturday night prom, but these first couple that I have did take place on a Friday. And <laughs> thank goodness there wasn't a football game before. So you actually had a real dad. <laughs> it was probably a baseball game though. Good call. That's and the good... uh, Friday night prom did take, this took place at the holiday Inn in Vincennes. So it, it, was, it hosted them for a while there in the 80s. Uh, some, some things going on that weekend. I, not all of our listeners were at this prom. I know I don't know that any of us were there. Brian, did you go to prom your freshman year? I did not. No, okay. I sure didn't. Um, so I was in attendance. But I will tell you what I did that night. Um, I was camping myself. Hype Baldwin, Neil Heath um, was in Heights, mom and dad's camper out at Red Hill. I know David Lawson was there, Cameron Atkins was there, Doug Bosley was there, had one heck of a time um, out there. But uh, so, yeah, that's what I did that night in my freshman year. I thought you, you might – I thought – go ahead, Gary, what were you saying? So you, guys, you guys didn't go to the coronation or anything? You know? No, we did nothing. We went out uh, – Heights mom and dad, I still can't believe they did this for us, but they set up the camper – uh, late afternoon, we got out. It was still sunlight, so you know, probably six, six ish, and we were there all night. And you can just imagine the kind of things that happened. We had one hell of a time. Carrie Hill was there, long, a uh, good listener of the podcast, he's a listener of the show. Yeah, yep. we actually thought, that night. I don't know if you ever did this, and it's I don't advise this, but we somebody had that idea of that thing where you like bend down, like in a catcher's position count to 10 and take a bunch of deep breaths then stand up and someone behind you like pulls at your belly from behind like you're doing the heimlich maneuver okay. and you actually pass out oh for, that's fun yeah <laughs> for several seconds and and but literally when you do it you feel like you were asleep for a whole night it's the weirdest thing and then i remember i believe carrie did it at school the next week and they put a stop on that so please do not try no don't do it kids out there do not try this at home. for for all for all you junior high kids that are listening to this show don't do that the next uh, tiktok phenomenon yeah. <laughs> I, well I did, I did not know about the camping trip i thought you may have been at the show place three that night i was not you may, have, you may have seen the you may have seen drew barrymore's fire starter um it was her um big starring Starring role after her uh, breakout success in E.T., 16 Candles, a, you know, obviously a legendary movie was there. Breakin', I know Gary's a fan of at least the oh, song yeah. from Breakin'. I saw Breakin' and Breakin' 2 at the theater. The electric boogaloo. At not, and then at 9.10 only, you could see Hard Bodies. Uh, that oh, was yeah. only the real late <laughs> show. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Um this spring of this is a big time so this is as i say may 11th this is i don't know the exact date they moved but this is like almost about the exact same time the emmons family moved next door to me so this is a huge i remember it was like it was the end of that my fifth grade year so it was sometime around may june it was before june so april may of 84. uh so the emmonses are living on adams street now we talked about their gray street house in the last episode so uh just a major move 
and I've, I've made this point before, if they don't make that move to this, that house, I guarantee this podcast is <laughs> right now. And yeah. everybody's life is different in one way or another. Um, it would, it would have changed everything uh, as, as all little decisions in life do. But yeah, that was a big, um, yeah, uh, a welcome addition to Adam street. So, uh, other thing in sports that week, of course, we'll get more when we do the 83, 84 episode, we'll get more into the sports, but, uh, that week earlier that week, we Red Hill split a doubleheader with Lawrenceville. We lost five to four in the opener. And then the nightcap won 15 to five, 10 run rule. Uh, Take one that. thing I noticed mentioned his picture was actually in the paper freshman number 47 you know he's a freshman if he's wearing number 47 uh brian emmons was um play i don't know if brian started or came off the bench or played in the second game of the double header but he's just a freshman i know we were playing other freshman the team shannon pitched one of the games yeah i, st I started a second base yeah and brian it didn't mention how he did in that game but he it uh, the caption was he was taking a mighty swing so a picture <laughs> of brian swinging that Hey. Uh, just just a couple days before the big camp out with height. You know what Harry Carey used to say? If they say you had a good cut, you didn't hit it. <laughs> so, uh, so Brian is taking a mighty swing there. And, and um, since we were talking about Coach Knight on the um, uh, Marty Simmons, Brian was, I wasn't on that episode. Uh, he's cut the Olympic roster down to 16 and just that, that 84 Olympic basketball team was, I know everybody likes the 92 team, but they, I liked it when it was the college kids, and you had tons of basketball Hall of Famers on, you know, Chris Mullen, Michael Jordan. Charles Patrick Barkley Green. got cut that day. Yeah, yeah, Barkley got cut. I like – some people don't like the move to keep Steve Alford on the team. I thought it was a great move by Bob Knight. You get your your incoming sophomore in there, and you get to practice against those guys for the whole summer. And it gave them, it gave them a, a shooter that yeah. they, they needed. Yeah, so it was a great move by Coach Knight. So, but let's get back. That was just a little news story that was on the same page as, as the prom information. So, as I said, we're at the Holiday Inn. Let's go through the court, and I'm going to list this court, and I think this is correct. It's pretty much, it's always been this way, so I'm, I'm going to say I'm 100% sure. This is who, who escorted each other. Yep. The, the pictures in the paper, you're standing behind the person that you're escorting. So, here's how we go for the, the prom court. We've got Glenda Potts and Don Moorhead. Now, I'm a Donnie Moorhead guy, but the Daily Record kept calling him Don Moorhead, so I'm not sure what he preferred. Brian, was he Don or Donnie in the, high school, in the hallways of Red Hill? I, I knew him as Donnie. Yeah. That's what I know him as. So, um, so Glenda Potts, and then we're going to go with Donnie Moorhead. A uh, lot of friends of Brian knows on this. A lot of these <laughs> seniors that really helped, uh, um, that Brian got to know a lot that year, Lori Brookhart and Stacy Harper. Juniors. Juniors, yes, yep. of course. I, I'm already getting confused on my little <laughs> yeah. thing I prefaced at the beginning of the show. Um, let's see, Lisa Weiss and Todd Polk. Yep. Nina Allender and Chuck Duncan. I was actually dating Nina Allender at the time. At this time, you're okay. So why, and, did, why didn't you go to prom? She went with okay. Todd Polk, and I wasn't happy about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Went with Todd Polk, but... But Chuck Duncan escorted her down the aisle, so all kinds of things. Yeah. Oh, it, oh, oh, it's a scene, man. You're with Height and Pat Bridget and Not, Hill. Yeah, yeah. And then, Go um, ahead and open up the old wounds, guys. That's great. <laughs> My girlfriend's with, with other people. I know Chuck was just recently in Lawrence County. You know, they live down in Georgia now, but 
uh, uh, Dusty, Chuck's younger brother, actually mows our grass. So a little plug for his mowing <laughs> business there. They mow our family, my mom and dad's grass. And um, they looked out the window, and it was not Dusty mowing the other day. It was Chuck. So oh, wow. I know wow. Des- Dusty was, I guess, with rain, I guess he was gotten behind on some of his yards. So he needed some extra help and brought in Chuck to mow some yards last for, week. For all your nice mowing Chuck. needs called Dusty Duncan Mowing. <laughs> yes. And then... Um, Julie Bushy and Sean Grismer. Okay. For, I, I can't place Julie Bushy because the paper, the picture was really not very – probably if you guys held up a picture of her later, I was like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. But um, it, is it uh, like Brian Bushy's older sister? Yeah, is it, yeah okay. she is. Yeah, not the oldest. Of course, uh, Janice. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll hold up a picture. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I know I'll, when I see – I'm going to say, oh, yeah, I know Julie. Um, so th- that's our court. Okay, Brian's going to hold up the picture for me right here. <laughs> Oh, definitely, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one of the. I mean, that's one. Of the, we've looked at that yearbook as many as yes. much as any of my things. A peek, a peek behind the curtain here. We're on Zoom, so I had to hold that up to my computer camera. So here's a, so that's our court. So once again, the the queen candidates are Glinda, Lori, Lisa. So I'll do that. Glinda Potts, Lori Brookhart, Lisa Weiss, Nina Allender, Julie Bushy. The king candidates are Donnie Moorhead, Stacey Harper, Todd Polk, Chuck Duncan and Sean Grismer, a loaded class of candidates. Uh, Brian, I do not have the crown bearer, because their picture wasn't in the Daily Record or the Vincent Second Commercial. The, the, what do they call it, the ring bearer? The, the crown, they're both crown bearers, so it's not like a wet, there's no ring. So the crown bearers, do you have, I know Kevin Moore was the crown bearer. I caught a picture of him. Well, of interesting, um, it lists it in the yearbook, and they completely crown bear they just <laughs> they just say they just say crown bearer and flower girl okay i will I they will don't say you. who it is nobody knows who this so the 84 barkers and maybe if i see the picture i might be able to make out who it is i know it's kevin moore um okay brian's holding up a picture this is live radio um so that's kevin the boy I'm not able to tell from that picture who the girl is. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's funny. Yeah, it just says crown bearer and flower girl. There's and no. Got, I think we asked this on the homecoming episode. I don't think anybody ever got back to us. But if you know the 84 uh, girl crown bearer, <laughs> let us know. That's and we so give great. A shout out on a future. Episode. So okay, if you were what six in 84, 12 so years like, later, night. So it'd be a 96 grad. Yeah, like a, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I think Kevin Moore was ninety-seven was, grad. So. Okay. Yeah, okay, so what? It. What year did Ashley Evans graduate? Oh, two. So she's okay. Little, not she, her. <laughs> uh, I think she she may appear on one of these in somebody's research here, but not this one. Might be my research. Like, nope, no, no. I got. I know who might. Um. So let's get to the winners now. So. <laughs> The winners of the 84 prom, King and Queen, and they actually, they, they escort each other down the aisle. Your king is Donnie Moorhead, and your queen is Glinda Potts. Congratulations. Hey, congratulations. Oh, yeah, good job, guys. And the, theme, and the theme of this prom, probably could have gotten to this earlier, but it was a, when I, it's a song, I, when I think of this song, I think of Brian Emmons, because this is back when Brian was a huge Days of Our Lives fan. Yes, I was. And they used to, they used to play this song on every single episode. It was Bo and Hope's song because I was a my I watched it at that time too. I just wasn't as much into it as much as Brian O. Um, 
Pabo Bryson and Roberta Flack. Tonight, I celebrate my love for you. What? How good was Days of Our Lives back then? Oh, it was classic. It was awesome. I didn't have my Bluetooth on, so the music's better right now. I'll play it again. Okay. Yeah, I mean, back then. But I always. That romance with Bo and Hope, Tana Holtz yeah. and I used to. Uh, we were Days of Our Lives uh, big fans at the time. And the thing I like about soap operas, because I was into Days of Our Lives for a while. <laughs> I was into Days of Our Lives for a while, and I was uh, then big time into General Hospital in the 90s. I love it how you can turn it on 35, 40 years later, and there's so many of the same characters. Yeah, I, I flipped what, it. Yeah, it was just like a month ago. I happened to be home on a weekday, and it was it was crazy. Patch, Kayla, Hope, yeah. like it was all the same people. Yeah, and it's and that's a grind because I mean they, I mean they're doing um, three hundred shows a year. They're three hundred one hour episodes a year that they're putting <laughs> out. I mean that's a, well, what a grind that is to be on a soap opera. And they're I mean, they must love the work because it, it. I I know there's not very many of them left, but Days of Our Lives and yeah. General Hospital are two that are still standing. About the only two, and then Dave, Young and the Rest, Young and the Wrestle still on Dave. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a big YNR guy, but Bold and Beautiful, it's, it's still Is it still on, too? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, and then I've got one more piece. The other guys did more music than I did. I only did a couple songs for each year. The number one song that week. Now, I'm sure you listened to the Brian Owen Friends show. Uh, last month, we actually did, like, the April 5th, 1984 countdown. And this song was number 10 early in April, but now on May 11th, 1984 is the number one song in America by one of the biggest artists of that time. One of the biggest yep. artists of the time. Popular ever. now. Ever. Yeah, popular now. Um, with a very famous music video. Yep. Uh, as we talked about in the Brian Owen Friends show, the uh, blind student uh, sculpting yep. a face someone we're not sure who it is early <laughs> in the video but she's sculpting a face the uh it ends up being this artist that she's sculpting the number one song this week in 1984 hello by lionel richie and tell you time and time again how much i care sometimes i feel my heart will overflow I'm sure this song was played at the dance that night on May 11th. And I have a picture here that was in the Vincent Sun commercial of Kurt Hankins and Tammy Moore. Um, as the newspaper said, they were uh, lost in the rhythm of the music. Oh, yeah. They were dancing to this song. Other highlights of that 1984 prom. I, I You know what? It, it had to be... Although I think I, I saw some pictures in later proms. It's a peak year for white tuxes. A lot of white tuxes, a lot of white dresses. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm on a black and white photo here, but it sure looks like a, it sure looks like a lot of white dresses. <laughs> it's a, it, <laughs> it and, like a, 
looks like a whiteout at Michigan State. <laughs> so <laughs> the the former king and queen uh, was Pat Ramirez, and uh, who was it? Uh, Becky Larison. Yep. And now Pat has on a dark suit, but nearly everybody else in that picture doesn't look like Sean Grismer's tux is white, but it's light. Okay, maybe gray. Yeah, gray. but everybody else is uh, is definitely definitely white. Some other things going on uh, during that prom. D Stout wasn't as the Vincent commercial said. D Stout was entranced as he. Gives his unbridled attention to his date, Stephanie Lewis. Oh, wow. That's very romantic. Um, We know Red Hill people always help one another out. (laughs) Kelly Blair went for a (laughs) glass of punch, and it was poured by Dorothy Dorothy Spencer. Oh, wow. (laughs) And then one other thing that happened there. I love to see that I had one of these cameras, the old Kodak disc camera. It was a disc that you would slide into the Kodak, yeah. and then you would take 15 pictures, and you take and get it developed. Uh, Tammy Kniep, I wish, I'd like to get some of her pictures. If we can get a hold of her, we might try to get a hold of some of these pictures that were taken on that Kodak disc. But she was capturing all the memories of the night, that Friday night in 1984. I love it. I, I love the Sun commercial. I don't know if they still do. They see... <laughs> They seem to take prom really seriously. Like they put like like you said, like detailed captions on the pictures. Yeah, like D Stout entranced in the eyes yeah. of Stephanie Lewis. That's uh, awesome. What else you got on on the this eighty four prom that, chip? That wraps up eighty four, but um, I've got a little bit more that was in the yeah. yearbook. Oh, uh, yeah. A Real buffet sure. dinner was served at six. Um, so you had dinner right there at the venue with dancing from 8 to 11. Music was provided by di- a, a disc jockey, an unnamed disc jockey from WRTB. I'm guessing it was Danny Wayne. You would think. Uh, prom colors were pink and gray. So Sean Grismer, it appears, wore the gray tux to go with it. The after prom party was held at the YMCA where swimming, basketball, ping pong, volleyball, card games, and contests were enjoyed by all. That won't be the last one at the uh, YMCA. I know we got another one coming up later in the show. Nope. So um, let's put a bow on 1984. Um, again, when you flip the page in the yearbook, lots and lots of white. I- I- everybody appears. Well, Mike Hill breakdancing in a dark suit, so that's good to see. And D Stout did wear a dark suit. Okay. Um, and, Kelly, and Kelly Blair did too. <laughs> um, Christy Zills, who we know from the homecoming episode that grabbed my yes. hand to lead yeah. the snake, she is with a uh, somebody that got mentioned on the Birdies Bourbon and pod, uh, Basketball podcast this week. Billy Anthony yep. uh, went with okay. Christy. So Billy Anthony prom. was at this prom. Yeah, two state title rings on his on his hand already. I'm sure he's got the rings on that night. And sitting next to Gary Darren Blair. Okay. <laughs> so Lawrenceville well represented at this Probably prom. Made some of the Red Hill boys mad. I would I would think so. Yeah. So uh Gina Satterwaite is pictured. Um Sean Grismer with his arm around Jana Gray. Um a great picture of Stacy Harper, Tia Bennett, looks like Stephanie Murray and Chuck Duncan arm in arm having a great time. So a good time had at the nineteen eighty four Red Hill prom. And I'll tell you, I think this was like the first, one of the first years I really got into proms. Now that you say Pat Ramirez, I know I was into the 80, 
because I, you know, daily records, Bridgeport leaders, I was always every night or weekly when it comes to the Bridgeport leader. Why, and I always looked forward to the prom information. And I remember when Pat was, was the king. So that may have been my first one. This 84 is one of my first uh, proms that I was. One thing I, I cause a lot of times you think of, and I think you're gonna see this with other ones too. Some, sometimes the prom king is not someone, because I didn't know Donnie, I knew Donnie Moorhead because he was dating Darby's sister. So I saw him all the time at union baseball practices. But otherwise I didn't know much about Donnie and because basically my knowledge is if you pl played basketball, if you played basketball, you were the people I knew. So since Donnie wasn't a basketball player, I didn't know. So I would, you know, obviously I was picking Sean Grismer to win the whole thing uh, on the prom King, but well, spoiler well, alert, the Moorheads aren't done. <laughs> no, not at all. And we're going to go into the 1985 prom here. And this was another Friday night prom. And this was just move it up a date, May 10th, 1985. And we're back at the holiday Inn in Vincennes. So, um, I don't know why it was held. Maybe that was how it was preferred. I, I know it works much better on a Saturday. Maybe another school, a Vincennes school or Knox County school, had the holiday in on a Saturday night. So, you had to go on a Friday night. You it know, in one of those situations. The, I, I, I honestly, that, that was news to me. And, and I, don't, I don't remember um, those proms being on Friday. But, and I attended this one. So. so, you were at this prom. I was at this prom. Actually, I think I'm in... I think I'm in this, yeah, I'm in this yearbook dancing with uh, Tana Holtz. Okay. All right. So you're going to remember some of these things. Not everybody was at the prom. And somewhere at the movies that night, if you were at the show place there, you were seeing The Killing Fields. I believe it was up some, for some Oscars that year. Never saw it. Rustler's Rhapsody. And Girls Just Want to Have Fun, the movie. So as we talked about in the Brian Owen Friends show, the song Girls Just Want to Have Fun, they kind of took the, the popularity of that song. They ran with it and made a whole Girls Just Want to Have Fun movie. And uh, Sarah Jessica Parker may have been in that. I'm not sure. I know my sister used to watch it all the time. So it was definitely a popular movie at our house. So with this prom, we're going to go ahead and do the theme a little bit earlier. I'll do the number one song later. And that's when we can kind of do our montage with some of the things happening during that song. But our theme is... Uh, a big hit from earlier, from the winter of 85. It was a number one song itself. Uh, one of the bands, uh, chart-wise, I think their second biggest hit chart-wise, uh, the band from right up in Champaign, Urbana, Illinois, REO Speedwagon brings just the prom theme this year with Can't Fight This Feeling. What started out as friendship has grown stronger. I only wish I had the strength to let it show. Well, Brian, as this song is playing, if you want to kind of, I'll kind of just announce the court while this yeah, song that'd be great. Kind of, um, our court this year, so Annie Polly, escorted by Brian Moorhead, Trisha Hazlett, escorted by Tony Worth. Tia Bennett, who was we know was at last year's prom, <laughs> escorted by Dan Piercy. Big Dan. St Stacy Shear, escorted by Danny Ash. Stacy Shear, my date to this prom. Okay, that's right. And Stephanie Murray, who was at last year's prom, escorted by Mike Cress. Mm. So this is the class of 86. And 
I, I could probably say this every year, a, a very strong group of candidates. So I'd like to Brian, jump in here our- because before you announce the winners, um, my connection to this prom and how I ended up at this prom, one of my favorite high school memories, I got into driver's ed late. Um, I think they must have had an opening, and I was right on that cutoff whether I could be in driver's ed or, or not. And myself and um, Sabre Duncan, got in late too even though she was a class ahead of me we were about the same age i think so with us getting in late we didn't get to do that normal thing where you had like two days of classroom study and then you drove and we we didn't drive at all and then we drove like three weeks straight every day with coach evans so at that time there was a, a lot of upheaval going on in the dates for prom people were getting in fights and breaking up and switching dates and this and that and and uh, i think stacy was dating sean grisber or they broke up so that's how i ended up going with stacy because she needed anyway the whole deal but one of my favorite memories of those times was sabra and bill driving every day was this song because it played every single day I'm going to skip ahead just a bit. You know those boys it's a Brian Innes song. No more with you. It's true. Of course, Sister Christian by Night Ranger. And it was on every single day at Coach Evans and Sabre and I hitting our air drums. <laughs> great song and great memories. I tell you, of, of, of all my high school memories, that's one of the greatest. Those few weeks that we were out there in that car every day driving. And, and, and Coach Evans would ask Sabra for the, uh, for the update on the dates. And, and so really fun. The other memory I have of that, we, you remember where Hesher's was in Lawrenceville, right yes. there on the corner. Sabra comes up and she stops beautifully because she always kind of rolled through her stop sign. She stops beautifully. She's like, Coach, how was that? How was that stop? He's like, that's great, but there's no stop sign at this intersection. <laughs> so, anyway, sorry to cut in, but I had to, I had to share that story. No, that's, that's, what, that's what we like to hear. I need you to cut in again, Brian. I need to know who the crown bearers were. Uh, if you can get that yearbook out and um, check the crown bearers at the 1985 prom. Well, let's see if we actually list our crown bearers this year. Um, crown bearers, Jacqueline, Polly, and Mike Moore. All right. Oh, wow. Okay. So we know uh, Mike, class of 99, Jacqueline, somewhere around there, late 90s, right around Mike's age. So, yeah. Well, I think we're ready for to see who's crowned. Um we kind of already gave away who the king was going and and i remember this being the paper because i remember i was surprised by donnie moorhead the year before and then i i was thinking the moorheads can't win it back to back, back, to back? it's unheard of it's i mean how could that happen and this is another i i didn't know brian more i knew brian less than i knew donnie because like i said i knew donnie from union baseball practices and games uh but brian moorhead brings home the king the king crown so the moorheads went back to back years and that's something i gotta think that's a world's record isn't it yeah i mean i i'm i know there's siblings and we'll get well it's going to happen with the, the girls later in this show i think but <laughs> so with 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 boys to win back to back that's the only one i know but yeah i think that's going to happen again with the girls uh later in the episode um and now 
or queen because the, the 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 queen's the big one. I mean, yeah, I mean, let's, know that. <laughs> no one cares so, about the king, right? A great picture in the daily record, and a great picture in the yearbook. One of my favorite yearbook pictures of all time. It might be, it may be the same picture. I bet it as is. As she was announced, the shock and surprise yep. on her face as her escort Mike Cress looks on, just so proud that he escorted her down the aisle. The your 1985 prom queen, Stephanie Murray. Woo. So is that the same picture you have, Brian? Yeah, same picture. Yep. Uh, Danny Ash and Tia Bennett looking on as well, and Stephanie's got her uh, surprise look on her face. That was really, really cool moment. And I know if you listen to our show in the music episode, Danny was actually mentioned at this exact prom. That's right. There. Danny won something from WRTB that night when he was, he knew the original artist of Smoking in the Boys' Room. It was not Motley Crue. He ran up to the DJ booth and got it right. Brownsville Station! Yes, yeah, so I'm sure he won a cassette tape or something like that for uh, getting that right. So, And I can tell you from the write-up in the yearbook, uh, the evening's music was provided by disc jockey Danny Wayne of WRTB. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> hold on just a second here. Yes, King, that is correct. King just asked a question. So, yes, that is right. Um, so, other news from, from that, I don't have a whole lot. I, I know these aren't huge sports stories, but I just get something from whatever prom page I was on. I, was, I did not realize this. ESPN was reporting in 85 that... It was Dick Vitale and Bob Lee reporting that Lute Olson was going to be the next head coach at the University of Kentucky. Really? And, yeah. That we we now know that never happened, but and I know the um, the um, the UK athletic director at that time I couldn't believe that this story was out and was like bashing ESPN for putting that out. And I guess they were right that Lute was not really even on their radar. So that was the sports story going on during prom. And of course, what you've been waiting for is the number one song during that week, and I know it was played that night. I'm sure Brian will remember dancing to this from the Vision Quest soundtrack. The, oh biggest, the biggest artist in all of music at this time, Madonna back on top of the charts again with Crazy For You. What a song. Great song. This sets the mood for prom, doesn't it? the moments they they called this a special moment i bet pat bridget and his date crystal biggs a junior pat sophomore so he had a fellow sophomore like brino that got to go with a, an older girl to the prom um they enjoyed a quiet moment right before the dance started so i'm sure they were dancing when this song was on but it was nice for them to kind of get away to a a corner of the ballroom there at the Holiday Inn and just some quiet times just just check in you know it's a busy night you've been running around and it's good to just check in with your date, see how things are going. Um, Pat, fresh off a drum solo, I'm sure. <laughs> Anita Hull, a senior, um, and Jeff Ayers, um, a 1984 graduate, so he's coming back for a prom. Um, they got their picture taken by Karen Ford, and that um, whole process was captured uh, by the Sun commercial. Of course, we have a, the dancing, the... Uh, Brian Moorhead and Stephanie Moore, Murray uh, dancing to Can't Fight This Feeling. And then 
the famous punch bowl shot. We have uh, Tony Skimmerhorn, senior, and sophomore Janet. Um, I did. Does this say Janet Bowman? Do you have a Janet yeah, Bowman? Janet Bowman. Yep, yep. I love yeah, Janet Bowman. Um, these print off the sun. The type is really small. How it prints off. Uh, Janet, they were um, getting punched, and Tony, uh, the late Tony Skimmerhorn, uh, being the gentleman and pouring the punch for his date, Janet. Oh, good job. So Tony. those are a few things that were happening that I've got. Do you have any moments that, in the yearbook, Brian, that were happening at that? Um, you know, I think you covered the most of it. I think the iconic moment, obviously, is Stephanie's picture. That was really. Really cool. Uh, lots of white tuxes again. Um, that's a that's a trend that looks like it's going to slow down a little the next year. Um, yeah. Brian but, Moorhead uh, and Tony Skimmerhorn both went with white tuxes. Uh, a, a, a very big class of, of 87 representation on, on some of the yearbook pictures. Um, actually, a uh, Lisa Weiss and Hype Baldwin actually kissing and says, can't fight this feeling. I'm in a slow dance with Tana Holtz, and uh, they threw two threw two ends in Tana's name um, okay. on that picture. Shannon right. Grismer and Trisha Hazlett, there they were. Uh, they went as dates, and they were in the picture. Donna Franz, of course, um, says pretty Donna Franz shaking her truffles on her dress. Donna and, Franz, uh, a one time a homecoming queen. And then so so some good pictures, good time. Um, it looks like the after prom. I think it was at the Legion in Bridgeport. Oh, that's um, different. Looks like it had a sort of a, a Hawaiian theme. Um, picture of Mark Heath, Danny Ash, Marty Curry uh, waiting to see who won the big bucks. I think it was a casino theme, which it will be okay. again the next year. So. so Danny Ash, his earnings probably did not stop with that cassette tape he got from Danny Wayne. I mean, he, he, no, he, he kept winning. More. Yeah, <laughs> he's a big winner on that. So that wraps up the 1985 prom. I love 84 and 85, and it was fun to go back and read some of those things that happened and, and learn a little bit of new information along the way. So those are two of my years down. I got one more later on in the podcast. So I'm going to pass it on to the 1986 prom, and Mr. Brian Emmons is going to cover that for us. I'm going to cover this prom, 1986. I was actually the uh, class president this year, so – it was one that that I was very, very in in tune with and helping, helping uh, plan. And this is, I think I mentioned this in one of the other podcasts. This is when I became very close and very fond of Mr. Gifford. He was he was our class uh, sponsor and was kind of in charge of the prom. and And he and I worked very closely together and had a real good time. Became became very close and 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 just had a great time. And, and of course, there was a lot of people on that committee, um, Jamie and Gail and 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 uh, had a had a great time but i remember though what i had, hadn't actually thought about this for a while we picked a theme and we then decided what we thought um what we thought maybe it wasn't the best theme because we found out that this song was actually a benefit for aids and i'm not sure why that scared everybody off but we decided not to use that as our as our theme and we were worried that it was too late to switch it this is of course dion warwick and friends with that's what friends are for great song but everybody decided they didn't want this as the theme anymore who else is in this chip elton john stevie wonder thank you yeah there you go gladys knight i forgot about her so anyway 
so we changed the theme late and we thought we thought we had already ordered all the you know you had those little place cards and everything with the yeah the theme on it but the order hadn't been placed yet so we switched it and um i've been telling people for years the wrong theme i I don't know why i thought it was this (laughs) other one but it wasn't um the theme was uh this one by lover boy Skip ahead a little bit. I finally understand. Yeah, I mean, my when I hear this song, I think of a VHS that you guys had of this prom of like Brian being on, not spoiler alert, Brian on the court of Brian being on the court, and we would watch this at your guys' house, and I remember like the court dancing and like this song playing. So yeah, anytime I hear this song, I think yeah. that. I thought it was a completely different song. Maybe it was like. This could be the night by Loverboy, anyway, and uh, had a great time planning this prom. Um, the court for this year, prom court, 1986, one of the great people um, that I've ever had in my life, and, and I will love him till the day I die, Neil Heath, is on the court, and he is uh, escorting Tina Kurtz. And then Shannon Grismer escorted Chris Heath who was a hot topic on the Facebook page for a while, oh, yes. whether that was Chris Heath or Dana Roberts in that picture um, decorating for homecoming. Uh, then, of course, Stephanie Murray comes back as the 85 queen, and she is uh, is helping crown the new one. Brian Moorhead make it back? Brian Moorhead did make it back, the 85 <laughs> king. And there was Chris Sager and Gail Paddock, Hype Baldwin and Jamie Gray, Tracy Adamson and myself. The flower girl was Aaron Yost. And the crown bearer was little Johnny Cooper. All right, Cooper. Johnny. I'm sure the Bob Maddle connection helped, helped him get that job. That's right. So as the voting was tallied, and it came out that the winner of the king... was wrestling extraordinaire Chris Sager. All right. Good job, Chris. And the queen, who's having an exciting week. She's got people graduating, going to college, getting engaged in the week that we're recording this. The queen for the 1986 prom is the beautiful Gail Paddock. So congratulations, Gail. That was our our court and uh, who got... uh, who got those? And I believe you know how the picture of who you're escorting is not. I believe I escorted Gail, and Chris escorted Tracy. But right, then the so picture, when they, when right? When they, when they yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I escorted Gail that night and was proud to do so as, as she was she was crowned queen. But um, got a funny story. Um, as the class president, I it was sort of my job to, um, you know, say whatever, you know, welcome everybody to the prom and. And all that, and Height and I, Height Baldwin and I, worked out this deal that we thought it would be really cool because of again, Danny Wayne is is the uh, the DJ for you know WRTB. They've got a kind of a a monopoly going on Red Hill Proms, and uh, so we thought it would be really cool if I would say you know welcome to the prom, and then Height came up with the idea, say all right, let's party. And then Danny Wayne was supposed to hit the song. It was going to be so awesome, except he didn't hit the song. And I said, let's party. And everybody cheered. And then there was silence forever. But here's how it was supposed to go. 
All right. Uh, the, this is an exclusive on this podcast. It was supposed to sound like this, at least in Hype Baldwin in, in my mind. Welcome to the 1986 prom, the junior class, blah, 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 blah. Welcomes you, seniors. Hope you enjoy your final prom. So let's party. Josie's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So anyway, that was the idea. That there that was, great. Yeah, there was long silence, so kind of, you know, kind of didn't work out like we wanted it to, but could have been a really cool moment. So. Anyway, that is the 1986 prom. I'm just a mere junior at the time, but uh, let's head to my senior year in 1987. And Get I believe ready here. I don't have that one on. Me, I Brian. believe that is Mr. Gary Emmons. But uh, uh, leading off to that, a few days before the prom, there uh, the Daily Record had a story uh, that uh, Principal Rice, Harry Rice, and Mike Ray. Um, organized a pre-prom promotion called uh, In Touch, uh, which promoted abstinence from drugs and alcohol during this, <laughs> during this season. I don't think it worked. Do you, do you remember that I, at all, Brian? I do not. I must not have been paying attention to that, and it definitely didn't sink in. Well, so uh, Principal Rice and Coach Ray and uh, three other faculty members and then 15 students attended a, a seminar, and they got the idea from this seminar to put a a car that had been involved in a drunk driving accident out in the grass. I do. I, no, I do remember that part. Outside of the high school. And there were some students pictured with the, with this car that must have been on the, the committee that went in and then pictured. Uh, you had Daphne Devonshire. You had Jamie Gray. You had Tana Holtz. And you had Bingo Holman. And uh, Thanks, Bingo. I think one of my favorite parts of the picture that in the middle of May, Bingo's wearing his New York Yankee starter jacket, in the picture, <laughs> which was which was awesome, and that's that's per- perfect. Iconic uh, jacket. Oh gosh, yeah, big <laughs> um, and I think probably if pictures in the newspaper when it had the the picture of the king candidates and queen candidates, I think this picture of the '87 probably was the most iconic, at least in my eyes, picture. You probably don't remember right now, but. Um, I'm going to go ahead and name off our candidates this year that uh, that the class voted on for candidates. And you had Brian Bushy. You had uh, Tony Holman, bingo again, Shane Pimbleton, Doug Cummins, and Chad Roney. All right. And our queen candidates this year were Billy Moore, Tana Holtz, Stacey Fisher, Amy Forsyth, and Whitney Kirchie. My goodness, what a group. No, it's stacked, yeah. But this is the picture where Brian Bushy is completely staring off into, <laughs> if you remember that, all the paper, he's completely staring off into space while everyone else is looking at the camera. I just remember that once I saw it again in the day record, I was like, I remember we cracked up with that picture <laughs> all, all the time. Uh, the pro- prom was held Saturday, May 16th, 1987. My would have been my 12th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah, that's right. My 12th birthday. Would yeah. Have been that May year, 16th. Yeah. So, uh, over at the Holiday Inn and Vincennes once again. Popular place, uh, usually accompanied by Danny Wayne of WRTV. And when it was kind of time to tally the votes, the winners this year of the 1987 prom, juniors, Brian Bushy and Billy Moore. Woohoo! That, I, I believe they were a couple at that time. I, I was going to say, I'm... Pretty sure. Me, I'm glad you said sev- that. Several years after that. Yeah, I was pretty sure they were a couple. 
And what song did they dance to? I think of this as the class of 87 theme. I don't know if it really was maybe the It is. Theme. And it, yeah, you're right. It and is. still to this day, if we have a class of 87 correspondence from our senior president, Carrie Hill, it, uh, it ends with these words. Never say goodbye by Bon Jovi. Such a great class theme. Kind of, not only is it a great song, it kind of says what, you know. What a great song. Brian and Billy still together? I don't think so. They said goodbye, I guess. (laughs) They did say goodbye. You lost number number one in the whole wide world during this uh, this week of May sixteenth, nineteen eighty seven. You two was getting into their prime. I think probably the prime well, it was their first big album. I guess. Yeah. To me, it's my favorite album they had out. But number one at the time, and I think it was probably number one of ninety nine. Uh, I think of the whole year of eighty seven was with or without you. And like I without you. With or without you. guys stand on you too like that i don't know i I was gonna specifically say that song is one that i never really give that much credit to but every time i hear it it's amazing oh it's so good it's a great song and and i i like i like their songs i i don't know i don't know this is gonna make he's bono takes himself so seriously or that's what always seemed to be like you know i just i don't know Never been a big YouTube guy. But that eighty, but that late eighties through mid Joshua Tree, yeah. Really, really, really I mean, where the streets have no name in that music yeah. video. Is that the one on top of the Bill uh, Tower yeah, Records yeah. or wherever it is? Yeah. yeah. I think they really started recording that without any permission of the city of Los Angeles, and they created a whole big thing. You know, it was awesome. Yeah. I, I I like. I have nothing against YouTube. I've never been like a YouTube fan. Like the only songs I know are, in, are like their popular radio songs. I've never had an entire album and. And you know they're I mean, obviously they're one of the most popular bands of all time, so a lot of people do love them. But and I I can't stand when Lithium plays them on Sirius. Like that wasn't one of <laughs> that wasn't grunge. Yeah, that's not grunge. I don't like that either. But I mean that's nothing against them. They probably didn't have anything to do with that. But. They they can sell out a stadium with the best of them. Uh, absolutely. Another song probably played this evening uh, to dance to is "I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight." Mm, big Jody Chancellor song. That's a uh, cutting crew song, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. Classic, iconic beginning. Skip ahead here just a little bit. Great picture in the yearbook of a couple, you know, obviously not a lot of these couples are still together, but a great picture of uh, of the of the great Bobby York, who played center field on one of the great teams in 87. 
uh, baseball teams um, with his wife sitting on his lap, Kim Latson. So that was nice to see. Um, That's a long-time couple. Yeah, that is a long-time couple. I'm not sure when they started dating, but it was pretty early in high school, and, and they're still together to this day. So really cool. Wayne Perry, the big smile on his face. Looks like his date was uh, Luann Hobbs. And I, spoiler alert, this isn't Wayne's last prom. Oh. Oh, shoot. <laughs> um, Neil Heath with his date. And then there's the old punch bowl scene. And looks like... <laughs> Looks like uh, uh, Julia Talley is is getting a cup of punch to Mr. Brad Cook. So that's good to see. Brad staying hydrated. Shane Pimbledon. So in this one, the girl's pouring it for the guy. This is a... I don't know if he's... I don't know. It it looks like there's Heather Brown. um, Oh, they have the servers. There's servers. And it looks like... uh, It looks like maybe Julia Talley actually is uh, just handing... Oh, she's one of the servers giving it to... I think she's um, actually... I think she's passing it over to Brad. It appears she actually went to the prom. (laughs) Uh, But... uh, Where was your after prom at? It was at the Legion. Yep. Oh, actually, okay. actually got a great story about that. Stacy Moore and I, and and it would end up getting us into a little bit of trouble. But we were getting ready for a Bon Jovi, and I believe it was Cinderella opening for them, and just about a month after this prom, and uh, we knew tickets were sold out, and we knew that the two of the tickets for that concert we're going to be part of the prize package at the after prom so stacy and i had this plan we're going to make as much money as we can we're going to buy those and then sell them because the concert was sold out and make a profit so we're working our butts off we're gambling we we got people's eyes on the on the door when they walk out if they're not going to stay for after prom give us your money you know your fake funny money give it to us so we can add so we end up with this whole treasure chest of money we win the auction for those two tickets so we uh we end up you know we end up selling them made a nice profit out of their 20 dollars at the time i think we sold them for 100 each so we we split you know split that money and um so we've been playing on this concert forever and i had cleared this with coach evans that we weren't going to be at practice on that friday because we were going to leave early and we were going to go down have a good time get ready for the concert and all that coach evans said fine on wednesday of that week and bill i know you're going to listen to this bill decides nope you guys need to be at baseball practice as he should as he should not he had (laughs) given us his clearance to miss practice so and I guess it wouldn't have been a month later. We were still in school. So, yeah, it must have been like the next week or whatever, or a couple of weeks. Yeah, I know I wore my Bon Jovi three-quarter sleeve shirt you got for me to school that year, so it had to have been right Yeah, there. it was, yeah, because school's still part of the story, so it was just must have been the next week. So, anyway, so we're pissed, obviously, and now we're, 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 we're going to go to baseball practice, which we love baseball, but we had made plans, blah, blah, blah. No game on that Saturday. We're cool. So... It's Neil and Jamie and I believe uh, I believe Shane Pimbleton, Lance Smith, whole crowd are leaving at noon. We're all down in the in the little snack bar area, and Stacy and I are standing there together, and we can watch them all. You know, when you walk down that sidewalk, if you come out of the east door by between the school and Medlin's house, you can see people walk by heading out to the parking lot, and there goes all of our friends cruising out there. We look at each other and we're like, screw it. We're going. We just take off and we go to the concert and had a blast. And I think 
Coach Evans said he was going to suspend me for a game. I don't think he actually did, and, and uh, it, it all got worth it. So that was my big rebel rebel <laughs> moment. But uh, but good story from after prom nonetheless. Yeah. Last song I have is that if this wasn't played at, uh, at the after prom, it may have been played next door at C.W. Dandy's that same night. I'm sure C.W. Dandy's was starting to rock when prom was ending, I have a feeling. Last song I have is Talk Dirty Me by Poison. So I can't hear you when you say those words. This is a huge song on the 1987 Red Hill Saluki baseball bus. I gotta hear you, cause baby will be at the driving. There's nothing that says the spring of 1987 like this. It's me. Great song. Great song by Poison. CC DeVille, Brett Michaels, which great tie into this past weekend. Chip, what was the guitar player's name? Not Brett Michaels, but. It was Fret Michaels. <laughs> and uh, Brian, I got some information on that Bon Jovi Cinderella concert. Oh, thank you. you. It, May 19th news. was the date of the concert. Okay. So was like a week or I guess maybe two weeks after the there you um, go yeah well no uh prom was may 16th Whoa, so okay. and it so wasn't a friday it was it probably seemed like a friday because school was about like to get a, out a, yeah like a wednesday night yeah. concert a tuesday night concert yeah wow and um so attendance was thirteen thousand one hundred forty that night and gross receipts were two hundred three thousand um, dollars nice yeah so now i don't know how accurate this uh this website is but the Cinderella fee was three thousand um, dollars. Really? We were talking that uh, Sunset, Sunset Strip, Strip was five. Yeah. <laughs> now, of course, this is 30, 34 years later. But yeah. um, three thousand dollars. What Tom Kiefer and Cinderella made that night? Yeah. Plus, they got a bonus twenty five hundred for something. Must have been like some type of uh, if you if you sell out, we'll give you right. twenty five hundred or something like that. The guys so. in the band made about six hundred, five hundred bucks a piece <laughs> that night, maybe. Stacy and I made almost a hundred each. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I, I I I hated skipping out on practice and all that, and going against Coach Evans' word because everybody knows how much I love Coach Evans. But my goodness, it was worth it. We had a blast. I think that wraps up me for 87. It's time to move on to 1988. Yeah, I tell you what, before we go to 1988, let's take a quick break here, and um, we'll be right back with a little bit more of prom, and we're going to pick up with 1988 and Chip Jamerson. If you want great Bridgeport-style pizza, no better place to go. Then Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. You know where they're at, 1008 Judy Avenue, right there across from the Dog Pound. You know this month's specialty pizza, of course, is the Pizza Burger Pizza. We've been talking about it this whole month, and you've just got a few days left as you listen to this to go get you one. So give them a call, 618-945-3663. And they will be happy to serve you. They can bring it to you. You can dine in. They're open 4 to 9 on Tuesday through Sunday. And then, of course, that first Friday of every month, they're open for lunch. Bridgeport-style pizza, no better place. 
than Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. 618-945-3663. All right, we are back. Thanks to our friends from Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. And don't forget our other sponsors, Stacy and the Bank at People's State Bank. Juice and T-Bone, of course, there at Andrews Insurance Agency. And the whole Gray family, let them cook for your family today. Gray's Restaurant in Bridgeport. Let them know that you heard about them right here on the Old School Red Hill Podcast. And do us a favor, hit the subscribe button if you listen. That just lets our sponsors know how many people we've got listening to us every week and we we went through on the last show all the different countries that listened to us which was kind of fun so uh we appreciate it appreciate everybody listening so let's go back uh chipper you are on 1988 okay now brino this is his first prom where he is out of high school and now i have entered the high school so as we said there's always one of us in there so i'm the lone podcast member in the high school at this time so we've got a we're at, we're on saturdays now as we see, as we saw happen the past couple of years, we, Saturday, May 14th, 1988, we move up to May 14th. We had a leap year that year, so the we move up two days there. And we're at the Executive Inn in Vincennes. That's that's where I'm familiar with proms being mainly is the Executive moved Inn. Moved across the street. Yes. So um, some things going on in sports that week. Uh, just, I think, the Friday night before prom, uh, Red Hill baseball team had a big win, a 17-14 slugfest over Grayville, and that moved the Salukis' record to 9-10 and 10 on the season. Nowadays, teams even – but uh, there's been a lot of years where Red Hill didn't get 19 games in a season because of weather or not as many games scheduled. But one thing I did notice in that exact same paper, and Dave's probably heard about this, this was an unusually dry spring. <laughs> so dry to the point that there was – I mean, I know we like to see Dave get out in the fields, but we don't want to be too dry, do we? Uh, no. '88 was a drought year. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, not dr- not like eight, not like the famous drought of '83. Right. But so so a drought year. It was rough. So bad for farming, great for high school baseball to get yeah. lots of games in that spring. So we're at nine and ten. We probably have about a week left, week or two left in the regular season before regional starts. So they've got twenty some games in that year. So that was. Um, and now some stats from that game. The winning pitcher was Tony Bingo Holman. The senior came in relief and was credited with the win. Wow. After, I, I don't remember Tony pitching at all. Yeah. As fresh, uh, freshman, Brandon was a freshman. So Brandon Smith started the game and got roughed up a little bit early by, uh, by the bison. And Tony came in and, and gave a couple innings of work. And while he was pitching, we took the lead. So the official score did credit him with the as the winning pitcher um jimmy worth hit a home run one of many during his career yep and freshman brandon smith went deep in that game for a home run so big 17 14 win get your win i think it may have been down in grayville and then come back and you get to start getting ready for the for prom weekend 1988 uh some movies playing if you went to the plaza you had blood sport and Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven for your movies you see there. <laughs> I watched I watched Friday the Thirteenth Part Three at Bobby and Clifford York's house. Uh, on that, uh, 
I watched Friday the 13th Part 2 just down the road at Lance and Brandon's house <laughs> on Gray Street. Um, and I loved it. And, and uh, Steve Purcell watched it with us. Their next-door neighbor came over. So good night of, um, of movie watching that night. Um, but at the show place, it seems like the show place, sometimes the plaza would sneak in and get the bigger films. But it seems like this was kind of show places. They would get the big the big ticket films, uh, Beetlejuice, uh, the Sean Penn, Robert Duvall film colors and salsa. The movie were the oh, wow. films at, sh at show place. I never so, was a big Beetlejuice fan. And that, I know that's a huge movie. Yeah. I never found that appealing at all. I haven't seen it and didn't have a desire to see it. Just like the music, the whatever song was from the movie, the Harry Belafonte song or yeah. whatever, uh, the just didn't appeal. To yeah. The, I don't know why like and I, I would like, yeah. so, and I like Michael okay. Keaton. It's, it's okay. It's, you know, I, not great. It's okay yeah. though. Yeah. It, it, it made a lot of money at the box office, which we'll get into more on the 87, 88 podcast. If we haven't done that year already. So, um, can't remember if we've done that. I don't think we, we have. Okay, good. Um, so we'll have those box office numbers for you later. And maybe it might be years from now, but we'll get them to you. So let's 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 talk prom a little bit. And let's, let's do get it. To the, let's get to the court. So on the court, we we had and our theme at the executive in that night was a mega hit from earlier that winter. Uh, a Christian rock um, song, and. At the time, not, I considered it one of my all-time favorite songs. I loved it. Not a lot uh, of Christian do. rock bands hit it that big. <laughs> and um, it's Stripers, honestly, will be the theme for this year. So we'll kind of let that play a little bit, and we'll introduce our court for 1988. These are our juniors. These are people who would go on to graduate in 1989, and some names have been very familiar on the podcast. Yep. Cindy Davis, Queen Candidate, escorted by King Candidate Clifford York. Sonia Moan, escorted by Mark Ambrose. Trust. Julia Talley, she's back. She was at the Punch Bowl. Yes, year she four. was. She's on the court now. I'm sure she had dreams at the Punch Bowl of next year. I want to be on that court. And she's there. And she's escorted by Lance Smith, Roxy Bluebomb. Uh, escorted by King Candidate Stacy Moore, and then Christy Battleson and J.C. Brookhart round out the court. Good job. Our our crown bear crown bears that year were uh, 2000 grad Ian Putney and Marsha Lancaster, who I believe was a 99 or 2000. She was right around that time. So Mark's little sister. I don't think I mentioned the crown bears. It looked like in the picture um, of '87, it was Scotty and Ashley. Oh, okay. So Ian and Marsha ha have the crowns. Now the only question is, who's going to get those who's crowns? Who's going to win, Chip? Do you guys know who wins this, or do you want to make predictions? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, but I'm going to... I'm going to go... I feel you like... Me, need me to repeat them real fast. Real fast, yeah. Okay, Queens... Cindy Davis, Sonia Moan, Julia Talley, Roxy Bluebomb, Christy Battleson. I'm going to go Kings. Sonia Moan. Okay. Kings, Clifford York, Mark Ambrose, Lance Smith, Stacey Moore, J.C. Brookhart. I'm going to go Sonia Moan, Mark Ambrose. Okay. Now, okay, what do you what do you have for us? Ro Roxy and J.C. is what I feel. Okay. Gary's feeling like he remembers this. See, no, see, Battleson was 
She got another queen one point. Yeah, she was King homecoming. is doing the right thing. He's realizing that Madison won another one, so she's in, so she did not win this one. So he's narrowed it down to four. Oh, she must. Have, she was homecoming the next year. Uh, snowball. Dude, snowball. Snowball. Yes. Okay. yes. Uh, who Who were the other ones? Uh, Cindy Davis, Sonia Moan, Julia Talley, and Roxy Bluebomb. Sonia Moan was homecoming. Right, because Les- oh. Lance escorted her. <laughs> I knew I, I saw her that. picture. <laughs> right. uh, Cindy Davis. And did you get a king in there? Uh, JC. Okay, so a lot of people are thinking JC's going to win this. Yeah. And a lot of you may be correct. Uh, <laughs> J- JC Brookhart, the son of John and Sandy Brookhart of Route 3 Sumner, is your 1988 homecoming king. And... Did somebody say Cindy Davis is the queen? David King. King. David King nails the king and queen. Cindy Davis is your 1988 home or prom queen. She's the daughter of Larry and Linda Davis, that familiar location in Route 3, Lawrence. That Lynn. one was a guess. The I, Club. I remember J.C. being prom king for some reason. Yeah. Just one of those. I botched that yeah. one. <laughs> Sticks in your head. So. <laughs> so they are, yeah, you're, so your king and queen are J.C. and Cindy. Now, that... Now, the number one song that week, and when I think of this song, I actually think of Spanish class during that freshman year. As I mentioned before, I had uh, Miss Spady, who you all know her as an art teacher, but she had one year as the Spanish teacher at Red Hill. Oh, really? And I was in that class, and uh, we had the, we had it in the afternoon. It was like next to last class of the day, I think, so seventh hour it would have been. And I remember some people in there. I, I know uh, Christy Gulledge was in there. I think... Um, Mary Martha was in there. I think Julie Ferguson was in there. I can't. I think it may have been Mary Martha. I, we were having some conversation this weekend. I'm not sure what the conversation was, but I mentioned something about one of these people. I said I'm going to mention that name will be mentioned on the podcast. It was <laughs> the Spanish class. So uh, I think it was Mary Martha. I think I it was. I, I can't remember what I said about that Spanish class, but I said I will mention that on the podcast next week. Um, so, and I know she let us bring it for extra credit. I know I brought in a rec. I brought in the Jets, Make It Real. I had the 45, but on the flip side, the Jets did the Spanish version of Make It Real. Oh, wow. And Miss Spady played that for the class and got some bonus points. Good job. Somebody else also brought in the song. They brought in the Spanish version, a flip side also, the B side um, of this song by Gloria Steph. This is Gloria Steph on featuring the Miami Sound Machine. Oh, yeah, she stepped out. Kind of branch out and start her solo career. Spread her wings, if you will. The number one song this week, another ballad that will be played at the 19 that was played at the 1988 prom, Anything for You by Gloria. I don't love you. For one minute I forgot you. I'll let Gloria do the chorus. <laughs> and I do anything. All right. So I have a lot of highlights from this program because I actually have the yearbook for this one. So I put I, Gloria, I'm sorry. I put Gloria Stefan, and I know I drew a lot of criticism about my Pat Benatar stance. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> However, I, I'm i just not a bit uh, Gloria <laughs> Stefan fan. I don't know why. I, 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 never, I was never there either. Anyway. All right. Send your hate mail to me. I don't care. I'm sure. De- I have a feeling I'm going to hear from Debbie Scott on this one. 
Yeah, yeah. Debbie was Debbie's won the seniors at this prom, getting the yeah. I, I feel like a she's bit. a. I feel like she's an Estefan fan, but I don't know that for a I, fact. I feel like she's a fan. I feel like she's a fan of this song, and she probably remembers dancing that night to the song. But some other people that remember that. And night. I, I'm sorry, we we've used maiden names here, but that's you know that yeah, look, yeah. it's the old school. That's what people are gonna know them by. Yeah. Um, so freshman uh, Jeannie. Uh, Jeannie Barter actually got she got to go to prom. Oh, good job, Jeannie! So she went with Tim Conley. Okay, and um, they um, were holding. It was it was an ideal night for hand holding. Oh, nice! Uh, That's what it said. said. (laughs) They're they are. It looks like Tim's about to go in for the. Their foreheads are together in this picture. Baldwin uh, Weiss. I think he's. I think he's going for the kiss right here, but we will never know for sure. But. It's a very quiet hand-holding moment. Okay. A lot of out, as it is with every prom, a lot of uh, outsiders were invited. It's always cool when you're able to bring in a date from another school, but it looks like we had a host of um, Olney, um, looks like Olney and... It wasn't no uh, Billy Anthony. And Robinson people here. We had a, a guy named Clay Wilson from Olney. Was at the refreshment table? Yeah, yeah. you had all those 83 Lawrence <laughs> yeah. guys. Um Angie Pinnock from Robinson was with um, 88 grad, a big baseball guy, Steve Wagner. Thanks for coming, uh, Angie. Yeah, he brought uh, Angie from over down from Robinson. Um, I guess where the Wagners lived up there, that's not that far from, right. from Robinson, really. So that's closer to Sumner and Chance, or not, closer to Sumner and some of those other places for him. Um, Great catcher. Uh, um, now, K- Kelly Foster, junior that year. Um, he brought uh, Stacy Cooper from Robinson, brought her down, and I believe she, um, I, I think she ended up moving to Lawrenceville or something. I believe I. <laughs> Gary, seen, did she end up moving seen, to Lawrenceville? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen her around or heard her name before. So, um, yeah, we're, Stacey, so, we're such juveniles. <laughs> Stacy was with Kelly Foster that night, though. Good job. And a um, few other things. Um, at, so the reason I knew that we had some some punch servers, I had that was that they were featured in the '88 yearbook. So our punch servers that year were sophomore Amy Mitchell, okay, um, freshman Angie Abel, sophomore and friend of the podcast Julie Herring, hey Julie, punch, and um, Mary Martha Cunningham, the sister who is uh, sister Mandy's been featured on this show in an episode. We'll have Mary Martha on at some point. Uh, they served up the punch this year in the. The yearbook made sure to say, good job, girls. I think you guys were kind of saying the same thing. That must there, have been so. great punch and great service to get called out in the yearbook. Yeah, so a few other things were going on. Um, it mentions that, uh, let's see. Uh, so, it says, Sonia Moans entertaining and Laureate McAdow are entertaining their dates. Uh, it doesn't mention you. Um, of course, it shows the punch serving people again. <laughs> punch, uh, some other the things. punch station's hot. <laughs> Leanna Ab- Leanna a- Adamson, she's a senior this year. Her, I'm thinking her final prom um, has a smile on her face that says she's stunned by her cunning her cunning th- her date is stunned by her cunning thoughts. So don't know. He looks like an outsider. So not sure him. Some, <laughs> other, thing, some other things going going on. Ralph uh, Macchio, Rita, Tom Cruise, you know, uh, Rita Swayze. Walls and her date Ron. They just want to be left alone. Looks like they're not really happy with the camera being there. Oh, and they need some sorry. that alone time we've talked about. Um, I believe the Walls family uh, would get their hair cut at Jane's uh, Beauty Salon. They're on Judy Avenue. Right there on Judy Avenue. I would see the Walls family in there from time to time when I got my hair cut. 
Um, Michelle Weiss, a friend of the Facebook page, I'm not sure she's still listening to the pod. Yeah, I think she's maybe mentioned she's listened to a pod or two. I know she listened to Mandy's. Um, she is sitting with John Paget, and uh, they're having some good times there. Jennifer Herring um, is not a punch server. Jennifer Herring's there as a – she was invited to go. Um, she's with uh, Junior Daryl Huddleston, and um, – she tries to console Daryl about his fear of cameras. So we know there's always some humor in these uh, these yearbook. Uh, <laughs> always trying to catches. make people laugh. <laughs> um, they're at after prom. I'm not sure where we at where we're at, but Brandon Masterson and Doug Bennett were were shooting some pool along with some others there. So we're either probably the PE complex or the looks like the PE complex at VU to me would be my guess. And then Wayne Perry back uh, for another year. He's with his. Uh, Laura Piper was a senior this year, so I think I think Laura is a friend of the Facebook page. Good so, job. Uh, and Good job, Wayne man. is, of course, too. Uh, my, I think Wayne might listen to this podcast from time to time. So yeah, Wayne he does. Laura yep. went to the prom. Had, had a nice note and, from Wayne about how he was catching up on some of the old episodes. So yeah. we appreciate so you those are listening. A, Good guy. A few shout-outs to people. And uh, that's the 88 prom in a nutshell for you. Hey, as we were recording this episode, had a little technical difficulties that made uh, playing music and actually communicating with each other over Zoom very difficult. So we're going to cut it off right here and uh, break this up into two parts. So within the next week or so, you should have part two of the prom episode. But uh, on behalf of Chip and Dave and Gary, I'm Brino, and we truly appreciate you being a listener of the Old School Red Hill Podcast.